Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. And we've got episode 103 coming at you today. Mouse Minutes from July 20 Tips and Tricks for your Walt Disney World vacation. everybody. Happy Tuesday. Hope your week is off to a great start. I'm Danielle, host of this little podcast here and so glad that you are here listening. If you're a newbie, thanks for being here. Hope you love it. If you've been listening for a while, please take a second to leave a rating or review wherever you listen. Helps out so much and lets others find our podcast. So last month I did kind of a recap my mouse minute. So Every just about every day on Instagram, I share a mouse minute, which is just a little tip. Uh, it's a picture of me and my coffee cup for the day, which nine times out of 10 is a Disney mug. Um, and I just share quick little snippet tip with you. I last month did took those mouse minutes from June, turned them into a podcast. It was a pretty good hit. So we're going to do it again. Um, and again, this is just a way it has nothing to do with the month of July. So these aren't really time sensitive that much. But if you're heading to Walt Disney World in the next little bit, hopefully you can listen in. You'll get over 20 tips um, of different little things around the parks and resort to consider. And I'll sort of be elaborating a little bit more um, on each of the tips I shared if there's any other things you need to know. But you can go follow me on Instagram at Mountains of Magic, exact same as the podcast. And I have story highlights from each month of the Mouse Minutes. So you can also just kind of click through those and get an idea of these tips. All right, let's get started. And no particular order of importance. First tip I have for you, if Rise of the Resistance over at Hollywood Studios is on your must-do list. If you've got Star Wars fans in the party, make sure you get on this ride earlier rather than later. Now, if you really want to make sure you're getting on it, you're buying that individual lightning lane, okay? You're just sort of sucking it up. You're paying the money to get your people that want to ride it on that. Um, that way, if anything goes wrong, if it's down during your return time, Disney is going to try to do all they can do to honor that, get you back on it at a later time. Um, and if nothing works out, they're going to more than likely refund that lightning lane purchase for you. However, if you're planning just to do like standby lane or standby line, yeah, um, then you're kind of, you know, at the whims of the mechanics for the day. This ride just has so much to it. There are so many different points. I don't even remember, but it's like, I think over 20 different spots where if something is wrong with this mechanical feature, like the ride cannot operate. So most days there is going to be a time that it is down. So even if you pay for this individual lightning lane or if you say you're just going to, you know, wait whatever the time is, it could still go down while you're in that line and you're out of luck. Now, if you bought the individual lightning lane, again, they will honor it. 
it where you can come back, you know, during a different time window. But there are some times that they just can't get this ride back up and running, unfortunately. So whether you're purchasing it or whether you're just going to wait in the standby line, I would encourage you to do that early in your day. Because if it's really important, you don't want to, like I said, even if you're buying the Lightning Lane, you don't want to buy it for 6 p.m. And what also happens with this ride, because it breaks down, that backs up the line. So if you go at 6 p.m., you're not just waiting with people who bought their individual Lightning Lane for 6 p.m. You're also waiting with people who maybe bought it for 4 or 5 p.m. because it's been down for a little bit of time. So Disney does their best to get this back up and running, but just take my advice, get on that ride earlier in the day if possible. All right, next up, I've got kind of a maximize your time tip, and that is with your Genie Plus Lightning Lane. So you bought Genie Plus, you made your selection, you go to ride it. If you have a magic band or you pull up your magic mobile, you're going to scan that to actually get into the lightning lane. You can't just say, oh, yeah, I have Genie Plus. No, you got to prove something. So as soon as you enter that lightning lane, you're going to tap in scan in. Most rides, though, have a secondary touch point that you have to scan pretty close to you actually getting on that ride vehicle. Also helps like line skippers and that kind of thing. As soon as you tap into that second post, that frees up your lightning lane timeline. So If you're not having to follow that two-hour rule because you made something like, well, in advance, you don't get to ride yet. If this is like your morning and you've kind of got stuff like you make a Genie Plus selection, you go ride it. Then you make another Genie Plus selection, you go ride it because everything still has pretty quick return times. As soon as you tap into that second turnstile, you can actually make your next one. So if you've got fast fingers, you already know what you want. That can just be a way to, you know, get your next return time maybe five, ten minutes faster than you would if you waited, you know, until you got out of the line. Again, enjoy the ride. Don't be on the ride like trying to make a Genie Plus selection. But if you already know what you want, you can hopefully do that quickly as you're walking from that second point. You get on your ride vehicle, you're all set and good to go. If you were ever at Walt Disney World for the 4th of July holiday, so I said earlier this wasn't time sensitive. This one kind of is. Uh, Know that at Magic Kingdom and I believe Epcot, they tend to do fireworks on July 3rd and July 4th. So if you're wanting to visit both parks or if you, you know, maybe you have to leave on the 4th or something like that, know that there are some of those bigger fireworks celebrations the day before as well. Next tip, we talk a lot about transportation on here because I love Walt Disney World transportation. Don't forget about boat options. So at some of the resorts like the Port Orleans Riverside, French Quarter, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, you have the option of taking a boat into Disney Springs. Also, some of the Epcot area resorts will let you boat over there. Um, And at Magic Kingdom, if you drive yourself or do rideshare and end up parking at the Transportation and Ticket Center, while I love the monorail, sometimes that line can get crazy long. There's a ferry boat that'll take you right across the water to the gates of Magic Kingdom. You can also boat from those Magic Kingdom area resorts as well if you don't want to hop on the monorail. So keep your eyes out for where you're traveling to see if boat transportation is an option for you. 
Next tip from a coffee lovers. Do know there is a Starbucks in each of the four theme parks. However, it's not going to be called like start the Starbucks. All right. They all have different names in each park, but they are straight up Starbucks, not just the we proudly brew Starbucks coffee. Um, you can go in, you can get your, you know, caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino, the exact same thing basically that you would get at home. But these lines can get long. I would not suggest rope dropping them and first thing in the morning going there. Go get on some rides and then grab your coffee if you can wait. Um, but there are also Joffrey's locations if you are fine with that coffee. Those tend to be like little stands, pop-up things, and a lot of times your lines there can go a lot more quickly. Also, there is not mobile order, to my knowledge, offered at these Starbucks locations um, because I would just get a little out of hand. So be prepared to stand in the line, get what you need. All right, next tip we've got is if you are doing kind of a split stay and you're doing Disney and Universal together, know that Universal does offer paid shuttle service to get you from Universal to Disney, Disney to Universal. So that's a really nice perk if you're going to be staying on Universal property and maybe you're starting your vacation at Disney and then moving over to Universal. They got shuttle that can get scheduled to come get you or vice versa if you're starting at Universal and going over to Disney. So talk to a travel advisor if you're planning to do a split stay like that or you can look into it on your own. But that's a nice Universal perk that works well with Disney. Disney does not shuttle you to Universal, but you could always take an Uber or something like that. All right, next tip, we talked about it a lot on here, early entry. Make sure you are utilizing that if you are staying at a Walt Disney World Resort Hotel or a Good Neighbor Hotel. You get into every theme park 30 minutes early every day. Individual Lightning Lane purchases. These are available right at 7 a.m., just like just about everything else for your Disney vacation. And remember, these are the paid one-time rides on basically some of the newest or most popular rides in each park. So quick recap, at Magic Kingdom right now, it's Tron and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. At Epcot, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. At Animal Kingdom, it is Flight of Passage. And at Hollywood Studios, it's Rise of the Resistance. With these, if you don't do the individual lightning lane, your only other option is either virtual queue or standby lines. You can't get these on regular Genie Plus. And I talked about this on our last episode about um, how to tackle the parks if you are not staying on property. So if you're at a Disney resort hotel at 7 a.m., you can purchase those individual lightning lanes. But if you are not staying on Disney property or at a Disney owned resort hotel, then you cannot make those individual lightning lane purchases until the park opens for the day. And during really, really busy times, sometimes those individual lightning lanes can sell out before that happens. So you want to have a backup strategy in place for those. I talk a lot more about that on the previous episode to this 102 if you're staying off property. So make sure you listen to that. 
Next, we're talking Dapper Dan. So be sure when you're in Magic Kingdom, hanging out on Main Street to look for the Dapper Dans. This is a four-piece quartet of gentlemen that are dressed in their finest dapper attire and will just sing lovely songs on Main Street. They are a great group. Sometimes they have instruments and things out there too, so be sure to look for them as part of your Main Street experience. All right, we're staying in Magic Kingdom for this next tip. Make sure you go over to Pinocchio's Village House, which is like a quick service restaurant near Small World. You can actually sit at a window seat there if you want and wave at the Small World boats as they go by. But inside this restaurant, they have a book of wishes. And it's literally just a place where people can write down different wishes. Um, so if you have one that you are wishing Put it in that book and maybe that dream will come true. Kidcot is my next tip. If you are going to Epcot, sometimes it gets a bad rap of being like an adult-only park, but they have a ton of great stuff for kids. At each of the countries, there is a little station you can visit. They normally have some kind of little craft or activity for the kiddos can to do. There will be a cast member there that can is normally from the country and can answer questions and share lots of little like fun facts with them and they can collect their different little passport stamps as they go around. Another kid or kid at heart um, favorite activity at Animal Kingdom is the petting zoo. So a lot of people don't realize you can hop on a little train and go to Rafiki's Planet Watch. The entrance to this is kind of where the safari is. So back in that section, um, but you hop on the train, you go to this little area and there's a ton to do back there. There's animation classes. You can see some different animals sometimes. There are um, surgical procedures even going on back there that you can watch, but there is a petting zoo. So if you've got that kiddo that really just wants to touch the animals, pet a goat, whatever it may be, be sure you check that out. Next tip for you, and this is kind of a fun fact, Tower of Terror. And I should have pulled it up on my Instagram. I believe is right at 198, 199 feet. Hall. And the reason is because at 200 feet tall, buildings have to have beacons on them, kind of as an air safety thing. So Tower of Terror is right under that mark. It's one of the highest, tallest buildings or structures in Walt Disney World. And it falls right under that mark. So it doesn't have to uh, have that beacon and detract from the theming. Scavenger hunts at Epcot. I've done different Instagram reels about these, but be sure if you are there during a festival or really any time of year, just check in um, with the gift shops, especially those right there at the entrance of World Showcase at the Port of Entry. See if there's a scavenger hunt going on. These are like normally paid things. They're like 10 bucks or so. But in each of the countries of World Showcase, you'll be looking for something. You'll get a prize at the end. Um, when we went in the spring for Flower and Garden Festival, it was decorated Easter eggs. We had a lot of fun even as a family finding those. But there are also fun things to do on your app. So there's an additional app you can download called Play Disney Parks. And with this one, there is a DuckTales scavenger hunt going on right now in World Showcase. Totally free. There's some interactive features. Um, I wanted to do that one when we went, but the physical scavenger hunt we were doing took up plenty of our time. So I would kind Kind of decide to pick one or the other, but definitely fun activity you can do while you're going around Epcot. 
rock and roll roller coaster in Hollywood Studios is the only ride in Walt Disney World that is going to take you upside down. So if you have a thrill seeker, that might be a must do for them. And if you don't have a thrill seeker, maybe don't put them on that ride. All right, now we're talking snacks. One of my favorite snacks, or I easily turn it into a meal at Walt Disney World, is over in Hollywood Studios at Baseline Tap House, their charcuterie board. My family just loves charcuterie, period. Um, But we'll get that. My husband will get a beer. We'll grab a pretzel. And that can normally hold us over um, for a good, hearty, solid snack. You're right there outside Galaxy's Edge. And it's just a great place to people watch. They got super cool music and get some yummy food. All right. We talked about the Epcot um, Kidcot things where you can go around to each country, but Animal Kingdom has something similar with their wilderness explorers. So all throughout the park, you will see little kind of stands set up for wilderness explorers. And there will be a cast member there that is just explaining something about an animal, their habitat, their bone structure. These are sprinkled all over the park. Great place for kids to learn. They get little badges in their booklet that they collect as they go around. And if they get them all, they are a official wilderness explorer. This is a free program as well as the Kidcot thing I mentioned in Epcot and can really be a lot of fun to make your trip a bit more interactive and engaging for the kiddos. All right, huge time-saving tip, mobile checkout, especially at Disney Springs. So mobile checkout is where you use your phone to scan your items, to pay, to check out on your mobile device at mostly the big gift shops in each of the parks. So that main gift shop you're probably going to be able to use mobile checkout. But you can also use this at Disney Springs in some locations. And the one that comes to mind that I think is that biggest time saver is the World of Disney Store, which is ginormous. So they tend to have a ton of cashiers. They try to get people through there quickly. But it really is nice to just scan, pay. When you're leaving, you'll stop at a door where the cast member is. They'll kind of verify you got all your stuff, give you a bag, and you're good to go. So one of my favorite favorite time-saving tips right there. Next tip, I got a freebie for you. Make sure if it's your first visit that you grab a first visit button. You can normally pick these up at your hotel lobbies. You can get them at guest services at the parks, but this is a nice little freebie um, that you can have to remember your trip. And they don't just have first visit. They have just married. They have I'm celebrating, which you can kind of use for anything. Happy birthday. So if you have any kind of celebration going on, make sure you grab a button. Now let's get into the hotels. A lot of people aren't aware that Bell Services at your Disney hotel will hold your luggage for you. So if you have an early flight, you get to Walt Disney World, you get to your hotel, but your room isn't ready yet and you want to hit the parks immediately, they will absolutely hold your stuff for you and bring it to you when your room is ready later in the day. Check-in at Walt Disney World is 3 o'clock for regular rooms, 4 o'clock for villas, that kind of thing. Um, So this can be a really nice perk if you just want to hit the ground running. You also could pack a separate little bag and enjoy the pool. On your check-in day, you get 
all those benefits of being a resort guest. So go ahead and hit the pool or any of the amenities there. Or you can take a bus over to Disney Springs and get your shop on for your first day. So it's only August here, but we are starting to kind of gear up for the holiday season, especially in Walt Disney World. All of the Halloween parties start next week, y'all. But if you are down there any time of year and you want something holiday or Christmas to commemorate your time, there are Christmas shops in Disney Springs and in Magic Kingdom where you can get that Disney holiday fix all year long. They personalize ornaments and things for you as well. Um, So if you want to commemorate your trip, even if it wasn't during the holidays with a holiday ornament, you can definitely do that. All right. This next one is kind of a, I think, a Disney bucket list item. So the parks I love, the resorts I love. But if you ever get the chance to do this add-on, I would highly encourage you to. And that is the Cirque du Soleil show at Disney Springs. Right now, it is drawn to life. I saw the previous show, Lanuba. Um, and these are just amazing performers, amazing stories, and just a great little add-on to your vacation. Again, there is a giant white theater at Disney Springs over on the west side. You can't miss it. But if you can add one of these shows to your vacation, um, you're not going to be disappointed. If you're not familiar with Cirque du Soleil, it is, I mean, kind of a a circus show, but nothing like a regular circus show. Acrobatics and acting and singing, and it's just amazing. All right, next tip is for the character lovers. So while all the theme parks are going to have the option for you to meet characters, whether that's getting a Genie Plus selection to skip that line or just waiting standby, and sometimes you may just see them out and about walking, you can hop in a little line to, you know, get an autograph, get a photo. A great tip if characters are important and kind of double bang for your buck is to book a character meal. So if you do this, you're getting that nice, sit-down meal in some air conditioning, which I'm definitely thinking of right now in this heat, but you can also meet some of your favorite characters. So consider that as an option if your kiddo or yourself has a favorite. See if they are available at a character meal either inside the parks or at the resort hotels, and you can kind of kill two birds with one stone that way. All right, going back to the Christmas shops that I mentioned, one other thing you can do there is actually get your buttons personalized. So those free pins, free buttons that you can pick up at your front desk or guest services, the cast member there can definitely like write your name on them. And they normally have pretty like good handwriting and they write it all cute and they might even put a little piece of like scotch tape over it so it won't rub off. But if you want something fancy, some like extra personalization, some colors, some little drawings on it, you can actually take it to the Christmas shops and they will do this for a small charge for you. But that can kind of up your little free souvenir to be something a little more special, a little fancier. All right, next tip kind of ties back into that person who's just ready to go make the most out of all their vacation time. The parks have 
lockers. So maybe you are arriving in Orlando and you want to go straight to that park. You don't even have time to go to your resort hotel. Or maybe you're wanting to enjoy park time before your flight, maybe later in the evening. There are lockers available for rent at all the theme parks right at the entrance. So you could technically store your luggage and go straight from the parks to the airport. Um, And Magic Kingdom and Epcot also have jumbo lockers. So if you are, you know, have that big suitcase and you want to store it, you can. Again, I think your best bet is just leaving everything at guest services at your hotel. That goes for checkout as well. So if you, you know, are hitting the parks early and you're not going to be back before checkout at 11, you can definitely just leave your stuff at the front desk and pick it up when you are ready to leave Orlando. All right. And then last tip I have for you has to do with dining reservations. So things open up at Disney 60 days out. You go in, you get your dining. But let's say you weren't there at the 60-day mark. Maybe this is a last-minute trip or you just couldn't get what you wanted. For some non-Disney-owned restaurants, so a lot of these apply at Disney Springs, um, Yak and Yeti, and Animal Kingdom, things owned by like Landry's, that sort of thing. You can sometimes find reservations on Open Table. So check that, like I said, especially for those Disney Springs restaurants, if there's something you couldn't get, see if they're available through Open Table during your visit. All right, my friends, that was a lot of tips. Hopefully you found something there that'll be helpful for your Walt Disney World trip. And I thank you all so very much for listening. Check out the show notes to see where we can connect on the social medias or on email. And I would be so happy to help you plan your next magical trip at no cost to you. So as always, thank you so very much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye bye. (laughs) 